If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Zach Halcock Show, broadcasting to you from the Cobalt Media Group Broadcast Center. Today we got a lot to get to. Um, great to be with you on this Wednesday. Um, we didn't have a show on Monday. We uh, Last week we did a show. Uh, we, well, we didn't do a show on... Uh, well, we, we did do a show on Friday. <laughs> but uh, there were a lot of uh, complications and a bunch of things going on. Um, and we weren't able to uh, do the show, per se. Um, however, uh, Monday, uh, there were a lot of things going on. We also had um, a lot of meetings and a lot of things going on, uh, trying to figure out where we wanted to take the show, what direction we wanted uh, to take the show. Um, and I, I believe now that we are more uh, prepared uh, for what is coming, what is going to happen with our country, um, and I believe that we're ready for that. Um, this show is meant to be a beacon of truth, a beacon of liberty, um, and we will try as best as we can always to give you the truth. Um, I know sometimes, you know, there might be, um, sometimes, sometimes the, some teams, sometimes the truth is not, like, extremely evident, um, and that it can be hard to find, and there's a lot of work that has to be put into um, figuring out, finding the truth in everything, um, and uh, that's why there's a lot of time that gets put into the show, um, and we don't have, we have three people in the entire company, um, and um, they're usually working on their own projects. Um, and we have about five channels, five YouTube channels that this um, company does, Cobalt Media Group. Um, and we do five YouTube channels. And then we also have um, our radio stuff that we do. Um, and so it can be difficult to be able to put a show out every single day because that's a big commitment. That's a lot of work. Um, and so we have decided to go back to doing, um, a show on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, as we were doing before with only three days a week. Um, and then we are going to do, um, highlights on Tuesday and Thursdays. Obviously today we'll only, or obviously this week we'll only have the show on, uh, Wednesday highlights on uh, Thursday, and then a new show on Friday. 
Um, or we may just surprise you and we might do a completely new show on Thursday. Um, but as the, as the show grows and gets uh, a lot bigger in audience and we start making more money off of it, we will go into, mark my words, we will go into doing the show five times a week, every weekday. Um, and that is what I want to do. And even when we go into radio, we're going to start doing that. We're going to, uh, go into doing the show, uh, five day, five times a week. And that's really what I would like to do. That's what I that's what I want to do with the show. Um, and so that's the direction that hopefully, eventually in the future, we can go into that direction with the show. So, I, I get tired of having to talk about police-involved shootings. And it's not, it's not, I'm not against the police. I'm not saying the police are bad. I'm not saying, you know, police need to learn to do their job better. I'm saying police know how to do their job. They know what they're doing. Not everybody makes the right decision. And the media focuses on what is uh, going on, what is bad, the bad part of uh, everything that is going on. They focus on that. They spin it. Um, and it's it's weird that we actually see, and I don't, I know that there's a, I know that, that, that the media is biased, but why is the media biased? Why are they like that? Why? Why are they liberally biased? These are things that, that we really, it would be interesting to know the answer to that. Um, and I don't think there is an answer. I don't know why they're liberally biased. Why are they targeted toward, why do they, they, they like liberal things? We know that there's more people in the, in the country that are on the right than there are on the left. There's such a small percentage of the people who are on the left. I have yet to meet anybody who's a Hillary supporter. Anybody. And I can't. I can't even begin to understand the ideas behind any sort of liberal ideas. Because you see, every everywhere where liberals go, they destroy everything. Detroit. Uh, Ferguson. Washington, D.C., so many different places. So, what is the answer? Well, I feel like when people become more educated and they learn what's actually happening, I feel like a lot of people will start to understand start to actually realize what is happening that liberalism does not work liberalism is based on marxism so i feel like a lot of people don't know what marxism actually is let me read for it for you marxism is a method of socio-economic analysis that analyzes class relations and societal conflict using the materialist interpretation of historical development and a uh, 
and dialectual view, I lost my place, of social transformation. It originates from the mid uh, to late 19th century works of German philosophers Karl Marx and Friedrich Engels. That's what Marxism is. So, it analyzes the different ideas, the different ways that that different uh, uh, classes of people are. Rich people, poor people, middle class people. That's They analyze those. That's how it works. And it plays on those. And it says, the materialist interpretation of historical development. That means that when they look at history they think oh well let's look at what is what we feel like is wrong what we feel like needs to be corrected and then they make that assumption they make that change they make that idea that philosophy different than what it actually is um and the goal of Marxism, and Marxism and socialism are very much alike. Hillary Clinton is a Marxist. Bernie Sanders said he was a socialist. Um, a socialist. Socialism is um, a political and economic theory of social organization that advocates... Uh, that the means of production, distribution, and exchange should be owned and or regulated by the community as a whole. They say, okay, well, everybody in the community, they all, you know, they all uh, work together and they build this. They make this all, you know, the same. Everything's communist or everything's socialist, which the goal of socialism is communism. And I feel like a lot of people don't understand that. I think that I think somebody sees a political ad and they don't understand what's going on. So they make an assumption based on what they feel like is going on. But they don't know what is going on. Because if you knew what was happening with Hillary Clinton, if you knew the things that she has done, the illegal things she has done, why would you why would you be able to vote for somebody like that? Because Donald Trump is the racist. Donald Trump is not a racist. He's never said anything racist. If anything, Hillary Clinton has said something. He's, she said things many times that are more racist. She says she cares about the black people, cares about Black Lives Matter, wants to make things better for the black people. But then, when it actually comes to actually doing something, they do the opposite of that. Why? Because the sole identity of the Democratic Party is Marxist, and it is not for African Americans or anybody else except for white people. So when you look at the Republican Party, the Democrats always say, "Oh, yeah, the Republicans are all racist. You know, they're like not they're like Nazis. They're just like Hitler." None of that's true, because the Democrats. Are Marxists. Marxism was the inspiration for the Nazis. That's why they almost took over the world. He said, I'll give you what you want. 
That's what Hitler said. He told everybody he would give them exactly what they want, and they played into that. He said, oh my god, do you all want to die? Germany is so great. We're so much better than everyone else. What do we need to do? Well, maybe we should show the world how great we are. And I think that, that the Democrats know their history with the... Um, with the Nazis. They're very well connected to the Nazis. They're like, well, the Nazis killed people. Um, the Nazis believe that the Aryan race are the best people. And that socialism is the best way to go. Well, that's what Marxists tend to believe. Um, and... We live in a society where somehow people are, they're so confused and they just don't understand that the liberals are lying to you. All the Democrats are lying to you. So what are you going to do? How are you going to fix that? What are you going to do about it? What can you, as a person who's just a normal person, goes to work, comes home, eats dinner, Hangs out with your family, goes to bed, does the same thing the next day. What are you going to do to make any sort of difference? Can you do anything to make any difference? I think so. I think it only requires one person to stand up for truth. To say, that's not right. No. Do actual research actually know what they're talking about i can tell you that probably 90 percent of the people in our country don't know what they're talking about and then it, it, when it comes to politics or anything in general really especially when it comes to politics they don't know it they don't care about it but somehow everybody everybody tends to have such strong ideas on uh, politics they say i don't like donald trump okay so what are you going to do Somehow people don't understand that there is a difference between Democrats and Republicans. Except for, they always think, well, Republicans are racist. Which is not true at all. And then they use the argument of, well, we have to help people. We have to love people. Okay, well, why is it that the person who is always saying, well, we have to love everybody. We have to help people. Uh, the government needs to do it. They're always the same people who are saying, oh, well, you don't like that? You don't agree with me? Okay, well, you're a bigot and you need to go kill yourself because you are a horrible human being. The exact definition of a bigot is being very, very against a different set of ideas or beliefs. So liberals, every time they call somebody a bigot and then they say, you need to go kill yourself, blah, blah, blah. They are being a bigot. They are the exact person who they claim to hate. And so you always have all these Democrats who you bring up. They're like, well, give me facts because they never believe anything. And then you give them facts. And then they say, well, common sense is in fact. Okay. They're just like, well, because you, you're a Republican, you don't have common sense just by default. Okay. And then you bring actual factual evidence from the internet, verified sources, and what do they say? 
they say, oh, well, you can't trust them. You can't trust CNN. Okay, well, they're liberally biased. They're in your favor. So who do you believe now? Me or them? Who are you going to believe? I think that, and I knew that this was going to happen. We have people being assassinated. Our police officers are being assassinated in the streets. Well, what about the death of so many unarmed black men? Okay, that's not true. Don't give me all that crap because there is evidence against what you said that, oh, they were unarmed. Okay, don't give me that crap. The most recent one, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Most democratic place. Why is it that all of these shootings tend to happen in a democratic place where everything is vulnerable? The entire place is so vulnerable and hostile and it's just waiting to explode eventually and i feel like our country is on this uh, is on the verge of that we are at the pinnacle of what is i think what would be considered the most um uh, tense time ever and it's not the white people you will hear people say, well, yeah, that's because all the white people are so racist. They have been for the last 20 million years. But it's the black people against the white people. And I don't I don't have anything against black people at all. I don't think that... I don't walk up to a black person and think, oh, well, obviously they're a racist. I don't think that. I don't know any white person who does. But I know black people who say, well, because I used to work at McDonald's, um, and I was a, uh, I was a, uh, manager, I was getting ready to be a manager, um, and this, this black chick, which, you know, oh, I'm a racist because I said black chick, that's how she's described, her race is black, she's a female, she's a black chick. That is not a racist statement. That's a fact. If she called me that white boy. Okay. Um, is that racist? No. Because she's black. Apparently. Um, but we have. But it, I'm going into something else. <laughs> she said. She said. White people are so racist because black people aren't able to be racist. They literally don't have the capacity to be able to be a racist. And I'm like, are you serious? Because we feel the same way. I feel the same way. I feel like most white people don't have the capacity to be able to be racist. I've never met a... I've met probably one racist person in my entire life only one person who openly says they hate black people so why is it that we are having these issues where do the issues lie well i feel like that it lies with the idea that they think they that we owe them something that white people owe them something nobody owes anybody anything so you might as well shut up with that there's a website 
where white people can do things for black people because of all those millions of years of oppression, you know. Oh my god, it's terrible. And it's gaining ground, apparently. That's what's sickening about this idea is that we live in a world where the Democrats are saying, you can do whatever you want, you can have everything you want. That's the American dream, and you shouldn't be offended at all. That's part of the American dream, too, not being offended. So they feel like they have to protect everyone from everything, but then do the opposite of that. Therefore, everybody is fighting with everyone else. And it's ridiculous. It's to the point where I think we are and it's it's led up to this entire year has been so tense this is why we need something we need to do something what is the answer is there an answer i think the answer is just being open being honest having honest open conversation common ground find common ground understand what is going on know what is going on know what is real know what is fake know what is a truth know what is a lie and then from there we can go on knowing that we have information that is tangible to be able to make a decision for ourselves in our families based on what we know from other people of different ideas different opinions that is what we need to do that is how our country will come together that is how we will be able to live longer and i say live longer as in our country will continue to prosper we are a great nation we are the greatest nation in the world. But we've fallen behind. Something sickening has happened. And it lies with the Democrats. And the Republicans alike. Telling us you matter. And then doing the opposite. Doing it for the money not actually caring about anybody this is why I find so many things sickening but nothing shocks me anymore and nothing nothing shocks me because I know the truth I know what's going on and When it comes to what really matters, when we get down to it, we're all people. We all matter. All lives matter. And you say, well, that's racist because, you know, that's just a way for you to say, yeah, all lives matter. We care about everyone. But then because you're white and you're a Republican and you're a Christian, somehow you only care about white lives. Which is not true. When people say all lives matter, they mean all lives matter. If you can stop rioting, I can tell, I, I'll say this to Black Lives Matter. If Black Lives Matter can sit down, quit rioting, quit destroying things, 
quit attacking white people for things that they haven't done. Stop trying to get something where there is nothing. Sit down and have an honest conversation. Maybe you'll learn something because there's obviously something that you're not understanding because you're showing stupidity in the streets. And a lot of black people are. A lot of black people are showing stupidity in the streets. Burning things down. Trying to kill people. Trying to kill white people just because they're white. But, you know, because we're racists, it doesn't matter. And then you wonder why it seems like white people are more cautious around black people. Because black people are, in some cases, getting kind of violent about it. They think, oh, all white people are, are racist. This America is the only country in the world where we have this thing where there's different colors of skin and people are making a big deal out of it why because the democrats have made it that way they have said okay well we're going to do things for you and we're going to do things for you we had segregation in our country yes we had slavery in our country yes the democrats did not want to end slavery the democrats did not want to end segregation the republicans were for ending slavery the Republicans were the ones who passed the 1964 Civil Rights Act, which ended um, segregation. So when Democrats say that they're the ones who love people and they help people, it's not true. It's all a lie. And I think as more people realize the lies that the Democrats tell and they realize what is actually going on, they will start waking up and they will start realizing that neither Republican or Democrats are on the right side. But make their own decisions. Justly and righteously. Within line of God's word. But not everybody believes in God. Yeah, okay. You don't have to be a Christian to have common principles, common morals, because those are American Christian principles are American principles, and that's what America has always stood for, not protect me from everything because I'm offended by everything. It triggers me. Oh, my God, I'm so triggered. Shut up. I'm tired of the division in our country. Where do we come together? I say my peace, and everybody gives their peace in... And we have an honest conversation. Something authentic. And if we do that, and we move forward, knowing that we have points from other sides of uh, the political spectrum, that we can make a difference. We can make our country stronger and the division the division and unity is it is amazing it's not amazing in a good way it's amazing in a bad way because we see 
what is happening. And so many people think they have the answer. And they think the answer is violence. Finger pointing, blaming. That is not the answer. It never will be the answer. What is the answer is standing for American principles, American ideas, American values, knowing the truth and standing righteously and justly. Back in a minute. <laughs> On the Cobalt Radio Network. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Andrew Tabler, a senior fellow with the Washington Institute for Near Policy, says... Your Near East policy says Iran has allowed Russian warplanes to take off from its territory to bomb targets in Syria. This marks the first time that Russia has based out of Iran and um, marks an, an escalation uh, in terms of the fight in Syria, uh, n- not necessarily militarily, but in terms of the, uh, the, the uh, Russian alignment with Iran uh, in places like Syria. The Iranian deployment increases Russia's foothold in the Middle East and widens Moscow's bombing campaign in Syria bolstering President Bashar al-Assad's government ahead of a new round of peace talks the U.N. hopes to convene in coming weeks. People forced to flee a massive wildfire in mountains north of San Francisco heaped anger Tuesday on a man who authorities believe set the blaze that wiped out several blocks of a small town over the weekend, along with 16 smaller fires dating back to last summer. Lake County Sheriff Brian Martin says 40-year-old Anthony Pashilk is in jail after being arrested on those counts of arson. Last night we announced the arrest of an arson suspect. He was arrested on uh, 17 counts of arson. Uh, obviously, the, the uh, Clayton fire is one of those uh, counts of arson. Um, we're actively working on the investigation. Cal Fire investigation uh, has, uh, has taken lead on this. Uh, they developed information, obviously, that led up to his arrest. Meanwhile, yet another fire is affecting parched California. A blaze in the Cajon Pass region, some 60 miles east of Los Angeles, has shut down the major interstate route between Los Angeles and Las Vegas, I-15, as well as a major railroad route. The death toll count in, in is now 11 in the devastating rains and flooding that are plaguing southern Louisiana. Some 20,000 homes are underwater and shelters have been full of people trying to escape the waters. This is SRN News. Donald Trump continues to dominate. State thousands of people all the way around the convention center. Biggest crowd today. Surging in the polls. Far out. More than double. Resort will be out. Trump is different. He's his own man. Totally fearless. Not be stopped. He's the last hope for America. The silent majority is back. I came to hear Donald Trump's business plan for America. It's really cool to hear him actually speak the truth. Sounds like it is. America, America, great. As a guy who is an international student, Trump is speaking out the truth. He wants to make America great, and that's what I want to. What's more fun than a Trump rally, right? We have a country that we're proud of and that we love and that we're not going to lose. There is an assault on everything that we stand for and we're going to stop the assault. 
We have a movement going on, folks. 20,000 people in Dallas. 35,000 in Mobile, Alabama. This whole arena packed. And we're sending people away. We're winning in Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, North Carolina, Florida, Texas. It's been wild. His passion is the fabric of America. Work ethic, dreams, drive, and faith in the Almighty. Are you all ready to make America great again? We're going to bring back our country. We're going to bring our jobs back. We're going to bring our manufacturing back. We're going to start winning again. The silent majority, it's back. And it's not silent. We're tired of being pushed around by incompetent people. And it's going to change. You are going to be so proud of your country again. You're going to remember this evening, and you're going to say to your children that we were part of a movement to take back our country. We will make America great again. Bolstering President Bashar al-Assad's government ahead of a new round of peace talks the U.N. hopes to convene in coming weeks. People forced to flee a massive wildfire in mountains north of San Francisco heaped anger Tuesday on a man who authorities believe set the blaze that wiped out several blocks of a small town over the weekend, along with 16 smaller fires dating back to last summer. Lake County Sheriff Brian Martin says 40-year-old Anthony Pashilk is in jail after being arrested on those counts of arson. Last night we announced the arrest of an arson suspect. He was arrested on uh, 17 counts of arson. Uh, obviously, the, the uh, Clayton fire is one of those uh, counts of arson. Um, we're actively working on the investigation. CAL FIRE investigation uh, has, uh, has taken lead on this. Uh, they developed information, obviously, that led up to his arrest. Meanwhile, yet another fire is affecting parched California. A blaze in the Cajon Pass region, some 60 miles east of Los Angeles, has shut down the major interstate route between Los Angeles and Las Vegas, I-15, as well as a major railroad route. The death toll count in, in is now 11 in the devastating rains and flooding that are plaguing southern Louisiana. Some 20,000 homes are underwater and shelters have been full of people trying to escape the waters. This is SRN News.
Prosecutor has slapped a gag order on the case of a Jordanian writer who was arrested after posting a cartoon deemed offensive to Islam. A head hatter was arrested after sharing the cartoon on social media. The drawing of unclear origin depicts Allah in paradise being treated as a servant by an Arab man who is seen lounging with two women and asks for wine. A relative of Hatter said his cousin posted the cartoon to illustrate what he views as the twisted religious views of Islamic State extremists. Hatter deleted the post after many angry responses. Jordan is an overwhelming Muslim and deeply conservative country. Patrick Foss reporting. An Alabama group surging schools in the state to resist demands to remove all mention of God from public school programs. The Foundation for Moral Law sent a three-page letter to every Alabama superintendent after a performance of Amazing Grace was removed from a football game's halftime program. Superintendents were advised that while the First Amendment prohibits an establishment of religion, it does not call for an absolute separation. This is SRN News. Back to the show. We only got um, about uh, seven minutes left. Anyway, um, so now apparently uh, the uh, State Department or somebody, I don't know who, I forget. Anyway, uh, I'm terrible at my job. Anyway, uh, somebody uh, is looking into um, Hillary Clinton's, uh, the notes that the FBI took at Hillary Clinton's FBI interrogation about the email server situation, uh, which she lied about. She lied about everything about it. She said, oh, there was no emails. There is no email server. And then the email server was found, and there was a bunch of emails on it that had been hacked. I'm like, oh, none of them were hacked. They were hacked, Hillary. And then you have, oh, well, they're just trying to smear her, using her uh, email thing just to try to smear her. No. When you do something illegal, Hillary, people are going to find out about it. That's all you've done is done illegal things. Like your entire life, your entire career, that's all you have ever done. You're the most dishonest person I think has ever ran for president. Richard Nixon is more honest than you. Richard Nixon was such... He had such... Here's the thing about Richard Nixon. Even though he resigned, was the first president to ever resign, he said he was never a quitter. But he knows when he does wrong. Because all that was true. The Watergate scandal was true. So he resigned from being president. Because 
he knows he knew that he did something wrong. But Hillary's smug about it. She says she didn't do anything wrong. She knows she didn't do anything wrong. No emails on there were confidential, but so many were marked confidential. Somebody else that was not that's not Hillary would be in prison right now. She needs to be behind bars. She really does. Because people are like, oh, well, you know, the Benghazi report shows she didn't do anything wrong. Her email servers were, there was, she didn't do anything wrong. Yes, she did. She did. And she pulled favors, did things to get people to let her off. So she didn't go to prison. She thinks she's going to be president. Well, we have a habit in America of putting dishonest people in the White House. We need to have somebody who is honest that will admit fault when they messed up, when they did something wrong. We have to have somebody like that. We have to have somebody who can speak and get things done, but at the same time be diplomatic and nice. And I don't think that there's very many people like that anymore. I really don't. Um, I really don't think so. Um, let me tell you where I think America is headed. I think America, right now, America's headed... In this direction where liberals are right because colleges are teaching the truth or are they people think that just because they have a college education or that they are in college means that they're smarter than you means that their point is more valid than yours means that since you're not in college you need to have evidence to back things up but they don't and then you bring up evidence and they don't believe it because they're college educated they know what they're talking about. That idea is ridiculous. It's completely repulsive that somebody would think that. That because somebody has a college education that they think that they're better than somebody else. That they think that their point in anything is more valid than anybody else. But you know the thing is, most of the people aren't any smarter than anybody else. Somebody who dropped out of college or dropped out of high school, might be smarter, and I've met so many people like that that are so much smarter than anybody who is college-educated. I went to Yale. Yeah, but you're still dumb. And you're liberal, too, so that makes you even more dumb. Because of the lies. Here's where I think our country's headed. I think... Here's my prediction... This year, in November, Donald Trump will be elected President of the United States. I think that, obviously all those people who said, oh, I'm moving to Canada if he's getting, uh, if he's elected President. Um, those people are not going to move to Canada, obviously. Donald Trump will be elected President. I believe that we will have some things that will be strongly changed in our country for the better. The wall will be built. Um, 
businesses will be able to prosper. People will be able to start their businesses. People will be able to make more money. People will be able to make a profit. People will be able to do the things that need to be done. Our country will go into a better place. But if we have Hillary Clinton, I believe she will not be tough enough on ISIS. Donald Trump will be tough enough on ISIS, but I believe Hillary Clinton will not be tough enough on ISIS because she doesn't think it exists. And there will be another 9-11 if we have Hillary Clinton as president. If not worse than 9-11. We have so many countries. We sent $400 million to a country that hates us, wants us dead. So many countries hate us. So many love us at the same time. What do we do? We have to speak and act accordingly to what is going on and swiftly but righteously. And that will be how our country will be start to go into a good direction and we need to have honest conversation and you also need to download this podcast and and subscribe to the show share this with a friend don't forget to do that and if you keep doing your part i'll keep doing my part and we'll see you back here on friday and we'll do this all again until then i'll see you